All right, okay. let's let's rip this band-aid off. We don't know how this is gonna go, wanna. but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is our episode uh I don't even know what. I, I I'm not thorough right now. 30 something? 30 sure. something, 31. 31. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I wasn't too far off of uh <laughs> Tesseract TV podcast. I'm I'm Curtis. I'm Heather. Uh, today, we're going to attempt to talk about the episode, uh, What If Thor Were an Only Child? And you can tell we're very enthused. Uh, <laughs> this is by uh, written by A.C. Bradley and directed by Brian Andrews. And uh, we don't know how we're going to talk about this one. So we'll, we'll mm. figure it out as we go along, I guess. Um, I feel like we need to uh, probably the very, the very, I'm dropping things, the very end we need to go over. Really? Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of people will probably casual people need a little bit of an explanation on what happened and how. Okay. <laughs> I don't have no explanations for what happened and how, but I guess we will get to that. Um, oh, okay. Uh, but, 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 but before we get there, we have to talk about, well, what did I text you when I found out the title of this? I thought I was going to be giving this a 10 out of 10 just because the title's ridiculous. Yes, you were you were very into it from the from the title. Because I just think them taking the perspective, like the thing that changes, he's an only child. They don't even phrase it like, what if Loki wasn't in his life or something like that? No, what if he's an only child, like his life just gets better? Um, <laughs> Does it get better? I think so. Mm. He doesn't have any responsibilities. He ain't got to worry about nothing. He's just out partying all the time. Yeah, those people on that planet he destroyed, their lives got worse. It was a meteorite or something. They (laughs) clarified that he didn't actually destroy a planet. It was going to burn anyways. They just, they helped it out. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, so basically Thor lands in Vegas instead of New Mexico. I love that um, party Thor already has done his research knows that if you're going to that backwater planet midgard yep. uh you go to vegas for the parties and paris for the crepes <laughs> um and then i started hearing you know jane uh talk and i was very shocked that they actually got natalie to do this they did um, they got everyone except brie larson and renee russo and renee russo yeah um and then they just kept time all quiet so they didn't have to worry about getting it idris yeah um, he's he's like he's a little too big for them now <laughs> but just he's, with like natalie portman's like history of like being kind of so-so on coming back to this thing i know she's in the next movie so maybe that probably helped but that um, i feel like that might be part of like contracts and stuff you know right. the right, right. in the promotion of that movie we need you to be also doing this project and um so um the idea here is that all right, without Loki, Thor just never grows up, right? Like that's right. He never, uh, never has to take anything seriously. Also, I, I mean, I know Hela didn't really affect him at this point. Uh, at this point in his history, in our universe, um, she had not affected him. But they also like act like she didn't exist because he's an only child and just without Loki. Right. That's true. That's true. I. I, I... Somehow didn't uh, key into the hell of it all. But like, I don't know. You're an only child until you know about the sister that wants to kill everybody. So <laughs> in his head, he's an only child. Okay. And yeah. Odin still has the secrets. Um, Fucking Odin, man. Yeah. 
And I like how everybody's just waiting for him. Okay, is it Odin sleep time? All right. Uh, he's sleep. <laughs> Ready and go. <laughs> Everybody, like Odin's just like the keeper of uh, everybody's fun. Like they can't have fun until he's sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they wait for him to sleep every thousand years. Uh, Frank's like, okay, it's, I'm it's off with my ladies. <laughs> I love the I love the ladies like doing the vocalizing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and so yeah, it's time to party, and Thor seems to have invited everybody, literally everybody in the galaxy. Um, right? So many people you wouldn't expect to see there. Like people like, we have not met yet in this time. Uh, uh, point in the timeline <laughs> like what's nebula doing hanging out there nebula's there drax is there grandmaster is there sure why not just throw Raise them in the foam <laughs> um played uh jeff goldblum was voicing him too mm-hmm and um, uh what's, what's the name drax, from Topaz rocket mantis yeah ro- uh, rocket's in that sink later on being yep. called a rabbit <laughs> um howard the duck you yep. got to you got he the makes there. sense to be there. <laughs> Hanging out, marrying Darcy. Marrying Darcy out of no, sure, why not? I guess I would have liked them to show them getting more lit for that before that decision happened. Like, just show Darcy, like, being just out, you know, drunk out of her mind and then marrying the duck. Um, yeah. So, yeah, very basically, superficial. It was a very superficial episode. Yeah, there's much nothing for like himself. There's nothing here really to grab onto except for I love Maria Hill in this episode. Like everything about her, I was Agreed. into. Agreed. <laughs> How she really had no time for nonsense. <laughs> um, and Captain Marvel. I also like Captain Marvel's uh, fight with Thor in this episode. I felt like that mm-hmm. was good, well animated and all that stuff. Agreed. Agreed on that. I did like, you know, on the shield base, they bring in the last resort briefcase and uh, Maria clicks it it's done and then there's just nothing for a while it's <laughs> such this dramatic lead up to nothing thought that was funny um let's see what else is there ball cannons um that was what <laughs> was what court uh yelled before he uh trampled nick fury into unconsciousness yep yep <laughs> poor fury um and yeah, uh loki's my- there as a my big giant. my big takeaway from that yeah is that uh if odin wasn't out here kidnapping children loki would have been fine and thriving loki's life really seemed fantastic he seems so well adjusted right yeah so like if, if it, this should have really been uh put in loki's perspective <laughs> like <Right>? <laughs> what if loki was an only child i feel like we would have got some more stuff in that episode like basically blame it all on uh on odin no matter what you know yeah, yeah but like odin and thor being in loki's life really held him down is what what mm-hmm. i'm gathering because yeah. my dog would have been tall as hell muscles yeah. out the yang uh leader of the frost bros he's not even he, trying to kill nobody his own planet yeah he's just having a party using the arts to make a slingshot which is brilliant <laughs> Um, I, I do have a, a question, like, where would other Avengers be at this time that they had to call Captain Marvel in? Um, I, I guess there wouldn't be Avengers because Tony would have been doing his thing. Tony would but, still be. This is this around Iron Man one, right? Iron Man two. This is Iron Man two. OK, so Tony is does exist if the yeah. entire 
Planet, okay. Um, and then you would have had very, Incredible Hulk, and then that's about it. At the very Cap's least, not, where... Cap's not awake yet. Okay, what about Hawkeye and Black Widow? Yeah, they will just be on S.H.I.E.L.D. missions. Okay, why are they not showing up here? Because mm, budget. I don't know. Uh... Budget? It's an animated thing. You've already got the voices. Um, Let's see. Where? Well, yeah, because the first time Thor shows up, they did call in Hawkeye. Out of all of the, the people you would expect to show up to try and handle the alien invasion, especially when S.H.I.E.L.D. is so clearly involved in it, Hawkeye and Widow should be there. Yes and no. Because Hawkeye was kind of there incidentally, I guess, in the first Thor. Like, they were like, they didn't know it was an alien thing. They just had suspicions that it was weird. Okay, but so it's like, still, so like, this it's is like a, a shield mission. It's like a pronounced alien threat. Like literally, all the aliens that we know of are suddenly and <laughs> on Earth. So that's why they had to get the big guns, is what I would say. And also, it's because Nick Fury's not running things. It's Maria, so she has a different mindset. She just goes right. straight for the big guns. Okay, but Nick Fury, why were Hawkeye and Widow not with him as he's walking up to try and get Thor? Maybe before he's out of commission. Maybe they're on another mission. I don't know what they're doing at this time because, like, it's weird. This is the part of the timeline where it's weird. No, because on Earth, the change is Loki and Thor. Yeah. On Earth, the timeline should be exactly the same. Should leading up to, but like, we don't know Thor's where Widow. Invasion. We don't know where Widow is at this point in in the movies, anyways. Um. Because the only time we see her is maybe she's dealing with Tony still at this point. We don't really know. I guess, no, no, because technically, I guess all the Thor stuff happens after Iron Man 2. It doesn't overlap so much, but she might still be dealing with it. But it's all in the same week, as we found out from the episode of Nick Fury's Incredible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Week. Yeah. Um, Just saying. What do you want them to do about it anyways? They're an alien threat. Like, they can't really come and deal with all this you know oh, party thor i'm sorry what was what happened in the avengers there's an alien threat and they fucking send them to deal with it that's, that's exactly after they're, what all, they're there for after they all form that's a different situation that's not like uh that's that's not like this where it's like no, uh, they we don't have other formed. superheroes they hadn't all formed he was they're trying all, to form it was sure. only halfway through that they decided to avenge him after Loki killed him. But that's when the aliens showed up besides Loki. I mean, hmm. It's a different situation. I don't know. For some reason, this seems like a different kind of threat that I would not send Black Widow and Hawkeye to deal with by themselves without Hawkeye you know, like was a Tony. literally there in the movie. But they they didn't send him because he thought they thought Thor was an alien. No, they, but they sent him because it was a sh- shield was responding and he is part of shield. Yeah, but this is a different thread. There's like a whole bunch of aliens now. Okay, so what, we don't need anybody who's good at shooting things? Mm, they didn't know they needed to escalate it there first until Captain Marvel came through and just started hitting people with haymakers and stuff and uppercuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's We went from Fury tried to peacefully talk to him to calling the big guns. There were no steps in between where you sent your agents after him. Maria Hill's a call in the big guns type of person. What do you want? That's the Maria explanation Hill, see, I got. Maria you. Hill is somebody who I feel would follow proper procedures and ex- escalation protocols and would go through the steps. <laughs> <laughs> I think she made the right decision. I would go for the big guns too. I'm not arguing that she shouldn't have gone for the big guns. I just don't understand why the little guns didn't come at all. 
<laughs> Why did the tiny gun not go pew pew? What do you want? You want you want Hawkeye and, and Black Widow to show up and then what? Okay, and so, get their asses kicked or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you want. You just want an arrow to I not just work. want the shield agents to show up <laughs> where shield is showing up. This is not where I thought we were gonna be. Okay, sure. I didn't sure, I didn't, sure, I, sure. I didn't realize this was so gonna be so controversial. It boggles my mind that you're like, they wouldn't be there. That's ridiculous. Why would they be there? They're not needed in this situation. Oh my god, yes they are. <laughs> the St. Louis Arch is a fucking slingshot. They're needed. Kind of an all-hands-on-deck situation because the Statue of Liberty has no arm. Soto's just trying to fuck a statue, I guess. I don't know what his deal is. He shouldn't be there either. It's, it's the whole uh, episode doesn't make any sense in the timeline of why people are there or not. Yeah. So I like just, that Darcy wants to sacrifice the Dakotas. I'm down for that. I'm not, because there's isn't there a bunch of indigenous indigenous land over there in the Dakotas? Oh. Like, don't we need that for those people? That's like, good we can't point. be messing with, with people's land like that. That's crazy. I did not like that part. <laughs> I was, I was like, it's some white nonsense happening right now. I did not like that. Um, you okay? You make a valid point. Um, spend a lot of time in the Dakotas, do you? I don't. I mean, that's you, beside the point. You, I just, you, you don't go and appreciate the beauty of the land. I under I understand where the sentiment came from, but I also understand, you know, just because I don't want to go there doesn't mean that you know people don't live there and stuff. <laughs> the smallest amount of people. <laughs> mm. Um, like I don't know, blow up somewhere else where like I wouldn't. That's not trampled by. I mean, they ended up going with uh, Siberia. Siberia. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> wow. It seemed like real slow, snowy and desolate. So did all the deserts that they fought in, because they ended up in some desert somewhere. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. They didn't stay in Siberia. <laughs> so basically what, like Thor and Captain Marvel fight for a while. Um, they do. They destroy Stonehenge. Nobody cared. I cared a little bit. Um, and But then after they stopped fighting and somehow Thor gets time to go to France for the crepes, right? Like, and he, uh, Yeah. And then somewhere along the line. No, wait. I thought crepes were before. Was, were crepes before? Um, see, crepes, I'm, yeah, were, I'm, crepes were the morning after. Uh, so what Jane makes them stop fighting? Busy. That's the part I'm, I can't remember. He puts um, the hammer on her and then goes Jonathan away on her and calls her a party pooper. And she decides she cannot use her full powers on him without destroying the planet. That's when they come up with the Siberia plan. Which is to get him to Siberia and then throw a nuke on it. So that part right. of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still. Uh, they're still they're still heavy about throwing nukes on things. They are still nuke happy. Yes. <laughs> And then that fight in Siberia gets ended because Frigga shows up. Yeah, then Jane does. I'm going to call your mom. Which was Darcy's idea. She really is uh, the genius that everybody needs. You know, WandaVision, she comes in, immediately solves the problem. I could not stand Darcy this episode. I'm sorry. They like, uh, what was my quote in here? The, 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 
Darcy, right now you're running at an eight and I need you to take it down to a four. Like that was me the whole episode. I have, I have that on my quote list. <laughs> I see right now you're running at an eight and I need you to take it down to a four. <laughs> um, I could this not was deal. This is young Darcy. This is young intern Darcy, you oh know, before, God. before she becomes Dr. Darcy. I loved it. It I love was her. too much. Oh, uh, um, so what then they, so yeah they call the mom and then basically they straighten the whole thing out and uh yeah. and that's basically it's, the episode it's like a, a frat boy like van wilder type thing where <sighs> it's like we have a huge party destroy everything and then uh-oh we need to make it like nothing ever happened okay but like this is where i have a, tr- a problem because this man is thousands of years old and they're acting like he he's scared of his mom like I, I can't really deal with that. <laughs> I couldn't deal with that whole part of the episode where it's like, oh, no, I got to clean up. Mom's coming. I, I know what they were going for, but I really could not stop rolling my eyes. I'm, I'm surprised well, by, that my eyes are straight right now. By Asgardian standards, he's a teenager, right? 15. I don't know how their thing goes. Like, is it that does it take that long to mature for them? Well, I mean, Odin sleeps every thousand years. So this is only the this is what the first time or the second time in Thor's life that this has happened. <sighs> sure. Anyway, so <laughs> just saying. Um, I, I, I did. I get, there was yeah. one thing in the um in the Thor Marvel fight that I was wondering um if it was uh, it seemed like a direct reference, but he tells her to smile more. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Why did I miss good. that? That must I must have tuned out at that part too. It was right at the beginning of the uh, Siberia fight before punches get thrown she's quick with the punches yeah um so then there was something at the end you wanted to talk about the uh vision ultron thing showing up yeah well i mean you know the this uh this super ultron uh, arrives the with the body of vision like he wanted basically if this is if ultron had won um and the watcher is oh oh dear perhaps i spoke too soon now um where does he come from is the i mean the prevailing theory is is he coming from another timeline and is this vision this ultron now powerful enough to cross over into the other uh universes Universes. and timelines that's what i I would have to hypothesize if i had to guess because otherwise he did not come from our timeline no tony hadn't tony hadn't uh messed up yet you know we're not even anywhere near that yet yep and it doesn't make any sense otherwise i but for me like it just kind of struck me as they just wanted to throw something at the end and by that time i was already kind of sick of their shenanigans so it was just like okay we want to throw something at the end to make it seem ominous i mean if you're going to do the lighthearted episode just do the lighthearted episode you don't have to throw a thing in there to try to make it like uh oh no and we forgot about this thing like it just kind of pissed me off more than anything (laughs) this episode got on my nerves y'all if y'all couldn't tell it really, it really did. It didn't get on yours? I mean, yeah, a little. I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't really paying much attention to it as I was watching. It was, it was one of those ones where I was scrolling on my phone while I was watching it. I, uh, I understand they wanted to go for lighthearted, which is a good choice because we had like, <laughs> what, three or four, uh, shit's really bad episodes. Yeah. Uh, in a row. I, I, I understand the tonal switch, but. Uh. Yeah. 
if they had uh, maybe spread those out a little bit more because those super dark ones those were actually really good episodes though yeah good like stories they have like a whole story to them this one didn't actually have anything to yeah. keep my interest i i would prefer instead that instead of going like too lighthearted like this one because this one a lot of the comedy doesn't land to me like it just seems silly um i think maybe, it's supposed to be silly i know but like not funny silly just like ju- just like i don't know overly juvenile like i would have to be five years old to find this funny maybe i don't know that's how it struck me wow aren't you just so much mature and sophisticated than the rest i'm of not is the thing that's why i'm like mad that i have to feel this way mm-hmm. such a such a sophisticated uh, comedy palettes yes i i do uh my criterion collection uh i'm very sophisticated and uh, everybody knows that mm-hmm. anyways uh i just would have preferred like i don't know i like the if they're gonna go lighthearted with the tone like do something in between like the t'challa guardians episode like you can do something that still has something to it and can still be fun i think no okay. i okay. i i agree i mean i feel like there's something that could have made this episode better i don't i don't know what i'm not in charge but it wasn't mm. that great Mm. <laughs> anyway uh quotes from this episode <laughs> do we have anything well, else to say well I already already did mine oh okay uh i'll go with um nebula i think i hear my dad calling good luck <laughs> uh, um i i did enjoy that simply because uh that means uh thanos she's going back thanos, to thanos. out there yeah thanos she was there. rolling for a new eye yeah but i mean i guess thanos is chill if nebula's going to parties it just doesn't make sense. No, makes no sense. Okay, uh, what are we? It, I don't think it was supposed to make sense. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, but then you, you know, you can't get mad at the Hawkeye and Black Widow not being there then either. I, well, I, I can. Um, oh, one last thing. We, it was interesting that Frigga knew of Captain Marvel. That was cool. I like that little part. Yes. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, what, what's your rating thing? Uh, I'm giving this one a six. Really? Okay. 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 I'm going to be the real bad guy here. I'm giving it a three out of ten poopers. Oh, wow. Yeah. This one did not sit right in my, my spirit. Wow. Or my time okay. that I can't get back. That was, I mean, it's only half an hour. It no, it wasn't it? This was was longer than the other ones. This, that that's was also it? why it. Yeah, it was longer than a lot of the other ones, I believe. Mm. So it's like just okay. unfortunate. Yeah, you spent all this. T- Anyways, I'll stop. Next week, hopefully, <laughs> will be better. I don't know what it's about, but it it can't be this bad. I mean, it has to. Uh, it has to eventually get better. We've only got two episodes left. Um, but let us know if you uh, completely disagree. You know, and you really like this one. Let us know why. Um, I'm okay with hearing that. Maybe it'll help me change my mind on it. I um, doubt it. <laughs> I'm open to changing. He's very obstinate. Never changes his mind. That is not, not true at all. Shut up. She's See, lying. He, he, well, I can't even change his mind about that. Oh, God. You do the ending part. Follow us on uh, social media at Tesseract TV. Email Curtis to change his mind, Tesseract TV podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. And please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, 
follow, smash that like button uh, and share with your friends. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Making me the bad person. You only want to give her a three. It was a three. Mm.